You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. Hey, guys. Hi, everybody. Hi. It's We Know Nothing with uh, Phil Hanley, Anya Marina, Sorry, I'm meeting and Nikki I'm Glazer. Meeting Everyone's chewing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new name of the podcast called <laughs> Everyone's. That would be such a funny podcast. Like That's a foodie podcast. Mm, tastes terrific. Okay. I'm getting notes of peanut butter and xylitol. <laughs> Is that an antidepressant, xylitol? <laughs> no, no I wish. It's a, if it were, I'd be the fucking happiest person on earth. What's xylitol? <laughs> It's a sweetener. It's a sugar alcohol. Oh, really? Starting off hot. And we know nothing. Right right out of the gate. (laughs) It's an offshoot of stevia. As you Canadians might say it, we say stevia in the States. Okay. Let's talk about sex, you guys. Mm Mm-hmm. Or something. I just got an email. I'll say this right from the top of the show if you want. Um, Just today from my father, and this is all it says. Oh, I thought I had it saved, but maybe I don't. It just says... Um, I love that you're like, speaking of sex, got an email from my dad. <laughs> you know, I mean, when you think about sex, you think about Jerry. Subject, frozen eggs. I was driving and heard about this on the radio. I think it's about freezing one's eggs. Link. Mm-hmm. Pops. No press. Yeah. Just, you know. <laughs> Wasn't he just the one that'd be like... Who cares if you yeah, don't want kids? Exactly. And you like felt so good about him saying that. Does everyone not want, do you want kids, Nikki? <clears throat> no. Anya? Uh, no. And you know what's fantastic is Nikki just sent me this link on Twitter that somebody tweeted. That Yeah. Um, a girl on Twitter named, I want to make sure to get her Twitter handle right. Anna she's something? so fucking funny. Annie. Where is it? Sorry. One second, listeners. Here's a quote from Dame Helen Mirren in British Vogue. It was not my destiny. I kept thinking it would be, waiting for it to happen, but it never did. And I didn't care what people thought. It was only boring old men who would ask me. And whenever they went, what? No children? Well, you'd better get on with it, old girl. I'd say, no, fuck off. <laughs> so that's in regard to having kids. This, um, these are all, uh, these are, this is all from New York Magazine, listed a bunch of quotes from women who um, didn't have kids. And it was sent to me by Ann T. Donahue, who you should follow, at Ann T. Donahue. She, uh, they're so good, these quotes. We're talking about having kids, John. Uh, we're joined by oh, producer good. John. Oh, you're now you're John's loud. I'm warm. This is my favorite one. I'm completely happy not having children. I mean, everybody does not have to live in the same way. And as somebody said, everybody with a womb doesn't have to have a child any more than everybody with vocal cords has to be an opera singer. <sighs> Guess who? Guess which female? I love that one. Boss lady. Feminist. Um, Me? Gloria Steinem. Oh, okay. I was Gloria. Okay, I was going to say Gloria Steinem. <laughs> Who's Gloria Steinem? She is a wow. an inspiration to me. Uh huh. You is guys are so full of shit. And by the way, I had to Wikipedia her like a couple months, a couple <laughs> weeks Gloria ago. Steinem. I mean, I know that she's a, a, a I guess a, she's not your generation. A spearhead of the feminist yep. movement, uh-huh. but I didn't know all the details of it. You oh, know, you like, got to know those deets. She's fascinating. I don't like your. Are you serious? 
Gloria Steinem is very yeah. Oh, okay, good. I thought woman. you were being uh, sarcastic. With the word "deets" was a little sarcastic, but the information was true. <laughs> and perhaps my favorite quote that I relate to most: Stevie Nicks. It's like, do you want to be an artist and a writer, or a wife and a lover? With kids, your focus changes. I don't want to go to PTA meetings. That was very so much. polarizing yeah. because it presupposes that you can't do both. But I do have to say that it is an incredible juggling act for those women who are artists and writers and let's say comics or actresses or whatever and wives and mothers and I do can't it all imagine. well. Imagine. I cannot imagine because I get like if I, if I get like four hours <laughs> sleep to get a flight or whatever, then it's just I can't imagine that being your life for getting like four hours sleep and do you want to have children? Uh, I'm kind of on the... Fa- it's weird because I love... like One of my favorite people on the planet ever has ever been is my nephew. And I love hanging out with him. And it's so much, it's like my favorite thing to do. Mm. But I don't, I'm, I don't know. The last girl that I dated, she didn't want to have kids. And I thought about it. And I was like, yeah, I can maybe not have kids. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. I think if I met someone and I was like completely in love and they were like, well, I've always wanted to have kids. And I'd be like, okay, cool. Let's have kids. But if I met, I think if I fell in love with a certain person that didn't want to have kids, uh, I, I could live with like that too. I like this quote. I okay, I'm doing an impression of her. I would have been a terrible mother because I'm basically a very selfish human being. Not that that has stopped most people from going off and having children. I know who that is. I'll, I'll go I'm going to continue I'm the impression. Pond. Is it the lady from Uncle yeah. Pond? <laughs> Spencer and I used to walk around the ponds uh, oh, that's picking better. strawberries. Uh, balloons. N- Nikki is such a good mimic. That was good too, Anya. I'd, I only just did her okay. trembling. I was being an asshole because I don't know how she sounds. Yeah, that was Catherine Hepburn. I love Catherine that. Catherine Hepburn. Read it again. I would have been a terrible mother because I'm basically a very selfish human being. Not that that has stopped most people from going off and having children. That's so good. So what a good. No, but I, I don't know. Like, it's weird because I, I see... I see some people, nothing's worse than um, when you talk to someone and they have kids and they don't seem like super pumped about it. Mm-hmm. It's so depressing where they're like, oh, the kids. And I'm like, oh, what a bummer. But then there's like my sister who it's hands down the greatest thing that's ever happened to her. Yeah. She's a single mom. She Aww. adores that's it. Sweet. Like it's, it's, it, there's like, it's not even, there's not even like a second thing that she likes. Yeah, I'm sure. I always feel like if it happened to me and I found myself in that situation, it would absolutely make my life so much better and more rewarding and richer. That said, I don't want to go after that. And it's not Mm -hmm. a goal of mine. And I've finally come around to that. Yeah, I think some people are just like dying to have kids. I think if you're not, you don't deserve to have them. Like, that's crazy to me to be like, I could I could go for a kid and then you just do it just on a gamble that you might be a good mom or that you might want to do it once it arrives. That's insane. It should be something that you want for so long, you know, like that you definitely want. Yeah, if we're not like dying to whatever, be whoever we are in our careers or have a certain possession, then we, we're we not encouraged to do it. And yet in this society, you're supposed to want... Yeah, yeah. like I feel like, oh, kids. I could have a kid and be a good mom and I could do it. Like, mm-hmm. I, it would be cool, but yeah. I'm not dying to do it. So I don't deserve to do it. There's enough kids on this fucking planet that me being like, oh, I want to see what I would look like with... And everybody My wants boyfriend. their own. Everyone wants their own. It's like there are zillions of kids out there that don't have parents that desperately need them. But don't you think like it's kind of maybe the most fulfilling thing you could do? Yeah. Don't you? 
Do you yeah, think like you can get that kind of fulfillment out of like look other at John? Things? He's just so like full of virility. You're just like <laughs> there are children waiting to be popped out of you. Of course, you're gonna be a dad. Look I'm, at him. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like gonna, that's like my drive, like for working hard. I'm and trying looking to build up at a business you, and, and I want to have kids just looking at you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's um, that's Mike, awesome. Can, you turn down? can you turn John down? I think you're. Thanks. I think Turn that's great. Then you should have kids. Yeah. Because you, you're going to be a great dad, and you're going to put a person into the world that's great. Oh, like so you're you want to have kids thanks. for sure? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, oh, okay. for sure he does. All right. Yeah. See, he—that's someone that should. When he's like, yeah, definitely. I never have said. Ever since I was a little girl, I remember feeling other than or different whenever little girls would talk about their wedding day or their families. I never had a fantasy about either one of those I things. never saw it for myself either. I've mm-hmm. never like pictured myself walking down an aisle or like throwing a bouquet or like any of that. Well, the way that I kind of look at it and this is, am I Can really you please turn John down? It's Thanks. all right. It's six, I, check, check. I think your headphones might good? be loud. Oh, really? Maybe. Okay. You throw a marker in too, so I can edit you this out. You could also yeah. just be like two two inches away from it and be like fine. Like this, but then it gets echoey. Okay. I'll just I'll okay. just put my Sorry to interrupt, but I, I did. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. What I was saying is, um, I kind of feel like the whole purpose of like life or whatever, like to me, the meaning of life is this: to be creative, right? So, like, some people get that out of a lot of different things. Like, you guys obviously get it out of your art and stuff. And, like, I do, I do, you know, creative stuff, too. I, you know, video stuff and all that kind of stuff. But for me, I feel like the ultimate expression of that would be, have, like, building a family, having kids and stuff. That's just mm-hmm. the way that I kind of perceive it. And that's yeah. the reason that I kind of want to do it. That makes sense. And, I, and uh, my fears are around my future self being alone and and you know once my immediate nuclear family is gone except for my sister who's going where what's going to be my family that's where my fearful thoughts go but i'm okay with i just want to have a partner at some point i don't i don't see like myself on my deathbed surrounded by children and all of that stuff i don't either and i'm okay with that yeah i, I- I always got. I always love kids. Like I love my little my cousins and my nephew. I don't know. I just. But and I. My only concern would be because I've already had it. Where I'm like so focused on career stuff and stuff like that. That in retrospect, I'd be like, oh my god, I didn't. I just was so focused on that that I didn't. Because I already have that. Sometimes I'd be like, I look back at a time and I'd be like, I should have been doing more besides just stand up comedy. Yeah. So I don't know. I could go. I'm could, telling you right now, you're gonna feel that way and. 10 years oh so really start living I, well, I i yeah but i just mean specifically with kids yeah and but the thing is you're a guy you have time yeah like the window shuts for us it's so weird i had a scare a health scare recently where my reproductive health was in question and i thought for sure that i would be like terrified about the possibility of having kids versus not and like oh my god what will this mean but it wasn't the uh, the woman told me she was like, she was just doing the annual exam and then she, she, she just goes, she was a new doctor that I, since I had just moved to New York, I didn't have a doctor. And I was like, oh, it's time for my annual. So I went to my friend's doctor in Jersey who also does Botox like in the <laughs> same office. And she, she goes, starts the exam and then immediately pulls back and goes, well, you have a uterine fibroid. So we're going to send you off to get an MRI and, or an ultrasound. 
And I was like, what is that? What is a uterine fibroid? And then my mind is going back to remembering how my mom had that before she was able to get pregnant with me. And it was a big deal surgery. And like she and my dad had fertility trouble for like a year because of this fibroid they got. And it was like a nightmare. So I'm like, a fibroid? I have a uterine fibroid. She's like, yeah. I go, are you sure? She goes, I'm positive. I can feel it. So she sends me to the lab. I do all these tests. Two weeks of living in fear, Googling uterine fibroids, treatments. What are the potential outcomes? Like cancer risks, like fertility risks. Anyways, I have no sleep for two weeks. I finally call her. I'm calling her daily. Still don't have an update. Still don't have an update. I go get the ultrasound. They're like, "Mm hmm. And I go, can you tell me what it means? No, we're not qualified to tell you that. We have to wait for your doctor to call you. Call the doctor. She goes, okay, so do you want to come in uh, for a future appointment or what are we going to do? I was like, what about the fibroid? She's like, oh, it turns out that was nothing. I'm like, nothing? What was it? She's like, it was actually stool. (laughs) I go, what? She goes, it was just your colon. It uh, it got in the way. So it was actually not a fibroid. I'm like, you thought, you basically told me that I'm, you don't That's know insane. the difference between whatever's in your colon and a fucking and a boom uter- boom. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm fine. My my health is totally fine. But oh it did scare. It did make me think. Like, what if I could? What if I had to have my uterus? What if I had to have a hysterectomy, partial mm-hmm. hysterectomy? My best friend just had that. Wait, they could do a partial. Not like you, not you. Part neck. of your. They could take part of it out. Yeah, like the, my friend had her uterus removed and they kept the ovaries, so her hormones, I guess, stay the same. But she had had all of these troubles with, um, like me- like monthly, like too much bleeding, basically. Anyway, so they got rid of it. She's great. She's happy. She loves it. But you can't have a baby after no, that. No, because that's where the baby grows. I would feel okay. Yeah, about f- that. She's fine. if I. I honestly. I mean, I have a joke about it in my act, but I think I'm barren. Like I. I've never had a pregnancy scare. I'm not good about taking the pill every day, or I wasn't when I ha- was on the pill. And I think I've done a lot of damage to my body from just like. You are not. You can. I think I am. Go for, let me just seriously. Let's get real. Can you we? cannot go forward in your sex life thinking that you're barren. That's how so many people I'm, get pregnant. No, I'm. I'm not. I just have an inkling that I am. I'm not going forward. Okay. Like just come in me and let's see. Okay. Like okay, no, good. I'm just. I'm on sure. that fucking IUD. You know that. Oh, for I forgot. Five, I'm forgot. five no, years I knew in that. the clear. Okay. How long can you be on that before it starts being an issue? Five years. IUD? Five. And then they have to take it. Then what? Then you get another one, new one. Oh, really? For another five. But I can take it out anytime I want. But I really, honestly, I would go as far to, I would get my tubes tied, like right now. If wow. I like to make us. Really? But I fear that, That's like, bold. someone I'm with will want kids so badly. That, and if I won't be able to do that. But I, if it was just up to me, I would do it. I want to, like, decide for myself. I like to, to make a permanent. I mean, I won't get a just tattoo, have but all I would, your boyfriends get vasectomies my boyfriend wants to get one do it have him do it because you can always reverse it yeah but it, it's just a statement that's like true. yeah that sounds you can do a reverse true. vasectomy you yeah. can yeah a lot not easier than, though. and it's not good to be cutting and re-sewing and shit in yeah your body. it's fine yeah <laughs> 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 come on he's a tough guy um i and I just like the idea of like, I just picture a doctor like t- tying your tubes like in a bow. Me like too. the rabbit goes around the corner <laughs> and it goes through the hole and like you just teaching a kid how to tie a shoe. 
Um, it's worth I just, it just listened for that. to a whole death, sex, and money about a guy getting a vasectomy. It's really I loved that episode. Yeah, yeah. it was great. <clears throat> um, my girlfriend's been on the pill for like, God, I don't. I I think like ten years plus. Is mm-hmm. that going to be like a problem? Do you think? No. No. Mm-hmm. No way. Is, I thought like I'll if you're it. on it for a certain amount of time, then it starts now making it like like uh, so it's harder to get pregnant or something. I've never heard that. Oh, that really? seems like. Oh, good. Insane. Sometimes I remember years ago when I was on it and then I got off, it took a long time to get my period back. But I think things have come a long way. And like my mom had the fibroid because of the pill, but that was back in the 60s. So the pill is much more effective. And I think the dosage is much smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's on the pill and um, we just kind of like just go for it every time so i I, (laughs) nice dude you think (laughs) you think that could be a problem (laughs) no i think the pill is pretty it's like 98 percent effective Uh oh yeah you're not gonna get so combine that with like a prayer session afterwards (laughs) (laughs) i think you're in the clear that's what nikki does yeah i just cross my fingers and say please but that's more effective yeah what you're on yeah, it's oh, like yeah. It's point something, it's right? It's totally, yeah. Is it really? IUD is more effective than And he pill? he rarely finishes in me. Okay. All okay. right. Not okay. because of prevention, but because I just like it everywhere. <laughs> 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 I like it other places. Um, It's great. It's a great Your mouth can't get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a tell? Yeah. <laughs> I have to pee on that note. I'll be back. Really? Yeah. Okay. You guys can handle it. Let's talk about Nikki while she's gone. Oh, we're going no Nikki? Yeah. Wow, all you right. Guys can do it. I can do it. It's kind of like going it it's kind of like going bareback, going no Nikki. Uh yeah, it could be this we'll, we'll <laughs> see how this goes. See if this is as good as going bareback. I will say the only time I did think about having children was when I was in a relationship. It was a long-term one. I wanted us to be closer. I did ecstasy with him, <laughs> and then something happened that night where I was I was saying I'm dying. I'm dying to have. I I forget what I said exactly. Something like I want to. I want to give you a son. <laughs> oh my god! How did he take that? I think he. I think his eyes got really big, uh-huh. and um, but they maybe that was the MDMA, and um, no, I, I nothing ever happened. That drug is wonderful. It is right. I feel so much closer to people after I take it with them. <laughs> I'm done taking it, but the few times, the handful of times I did, it was really... It's great. I how, took it twi- maybe three times this summer. How shitty do you feel the next day? It's oh, not the next the day, worst. it's the day after that one. But like The next day, it's still sort of in you, so you're okay. It's the day after that, which is usually Monday anyways, and then you're just miserable. Uh, for depressed. one day? Yeah, one, maybe two. Because it can spark like a full-on like depression episode like the really? last months. Yeah, because it fucks with the chemicals in your brain. Yeah, we talked about this on earlier podcasts where I've had like months of depression after my really? last time. I'll never do it again because of that. Wow. I really feel like it affected me way too permanently. I think all drugs though, like I know that just from... Uh, you know being in high school or whatever like certain drugs like that mess with your chemistry your brain like acid or that or whatever i think sometimes they agree with people and then sometimes it's like just completely doesn't agree i mean some people don't come back after certain things i mean i've heard people say that like mushrooms will actually create new pathways in your brain that didn't exist before it's actually good for you that's what some people say supposed to do that i don't know if it's good like i don't know if it's good for you can make pathways that aren't a good path like 
Yeah, that's but I know, I know, like, yeah, I think I know acid does that too. Acid connects things, makes connect. That's why you're hallucinating and stuff. That you're it's making connections that have never been made before. Like, oh, things are blasting. But with with Molly, <laughs> I just like that's your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just Getting like there. I feel like a new connection with the person I'm doing it with. Yeah, I'm just like. Wait, how so often are you guys doing it? Uh, I think we did it together three times this summer. My girlfriend. Oh, and I. Okay, it was yeah. the summer of love. Did yeah, you make we went sweet to a love? fish show? Huh. <laughs> did you have sex? Uh, the last time, yes. Okay, how was that? Um, it was cool. The, the foreplay was more exciting than the actual sex. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because like you just want to like rub up against the person and stuff a lot. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the best part. Yeah. Foreplay. I think so. Really? Yes. Okay. There needs to be more kissing. Really? More kissing. More kissing. I got to start kissing during sex. <laughs> yes. I'm joke. Of course, I'm kidding. Yeah, no. I'm more very, kissing I'm very passionate. before, during. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's the best. For women, Nikki will definitely agree with me on this. Really? Let's get her the in here. The kissing is... Nick, don't you agree with me that the kissing is so much a part of what makes sex so great? Uh, like, the more kissing, the better. I just had sex recently... Oh, do tell. I, I, I do wish we had like a sound effect like. <laughs> <laughs> what does that sound effect mean? I don't know. I'd go with someone got laid. <laughs> I'd go with a boing <laughs> on that one. Um, and I just, it was fun and everything. Uh-huh. I can't believe you just now told me. Just kidding. I already knew. <laughs> so when. Uh, Sorry, guys. Inside scoop. But I'm right just, over here. The point is. The just last po- since the last podcast, you've made love? Maybe. Okay. All right. But the kissing was it, it was the part that I find myself thinking back to the most, which is weird. Uh-huh. I mean, not that everything else wasn't really fun. Yeah. But um Was it really not fun? Not thinking about the pen. The pen? Iteration? Oh. oh God. <laughs> I think we're taking abbreviation a little too far. Yeah. I actually always the wonder pen. like how do other guys have se- so like With to each a, lo- other? a lot of guys no, like when they're so like if you have a one night stand, right? Are most guys like kind of intimate or are they just like pounders or like what are like what's like the gross majority of dudes like how do they do it usually? i wouldn't know because i'm not i don't do one night stands either so i don't know i'll take this one <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're pounders uh, no oh so oh really i i think you're i i think you're more of a i think you're quite a gentleman the first time aren't you who who? I think people in general. I, I think no matter who, no matter how much bravado. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong, but I think you. You know, I think you, you're fairly safe the first time, and then you see what the person's into. Yeah, is that right? Am I wrong? I Someone don't know. must I have had a, a one night stand here besides me. Well, I really have never. I had can one. only speak for myself. I'm just saying, like I've like I've asked girls, like what is like, definitely what is a typical not as dude, great like, as long term relationships. Oh sex. yeah, like the way Nick yeah. is talking about on the last pod. Uh huh. Um, with how much her boyfriend like puts effort into pleasing her, getting to know her body better, et cetera, et cetera. That only comes after experience and time together. Yeah. So like, for instance, with my situation recently, that's not like a long-term relation. So it's not, it's, it can't possibly be as, I don't know, fun and rewarding as a, uh, if you were doing it with somebody who you've known a really long time. Yeah, I think I, ta- I, think I talked about the, this on the podcast. It's so if you have like a one night stand, or it doesn't even have to be a one night stand. It could be 
you could maybe hook up with the person the first night and then it could last a couple months or whatever. But I feel like it's, it's so, so often it's just like, okay, that so many times I'm like, ah, it's probably not even worth. I'd rather not have to deal with all this than, you know, it's rarely, sometimes you'll be with someone the first time and it's just like, oh my God, that was awesome. You're just completely on the same page. But I don't know. I think it's a lot. The first time, isn't it? You're kind of like feeling things out. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think that a lot of times it can be so exciting that it's really good because you yeah. know that there's going to be more to come. Yeah. Yeah. But like, if it's just a, f I don't know what a one night stand would be. Did you feel, you felt pretty, you were like walking on sunshine for a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> was I it, think I was. was it one you of had the waves great sex. You, was you, it one of the waves that you hooked up with? Waves? Yeah. Katrina and the waves oh. walking on sunshine. No, nothing? <laughs> All right. Sorry. Sorry for interrupting. I thought that would be worth it. But. No, was it? All right. Yeah. It, it does put you in a good mood for sure. It colors and you, everything. This was your second time having sex with this person, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was. So was this not so this wasn't a one night stand? Um, yeah, I guess you could sort of qual I don't know what no, it's not oh, a boyfriend. It's just a hookup. Yeah. Okay, well then a hook I mean when I say hookup, I mean a one night stand is this isn't aren't they synonymous? But, uh, yeah, okay. Not really. A one-night stand, it's one time. You never see them again, isn't it? Yeah, but how do you know that you're never going to see them again? All of my relationships started as one-night stands, <laughs> I have to say. But they didn't Sorry, because it mom. wasn't one time. Yeah. yeah, but they began as like, yeah, I barely know you. In the first time you're having sex, you're you don't know you're going to start a relationship. So you're you're both having sex. This could be the only time. This could mm -hmm. be a one-night stand. Right. So therefore, we're talking about sex on the first night. We could just say the first night then. But maybe it's your intentions. Maybe you're like, I'm not going to call this person again. Then it's a one-night stand. Ooh, I, I, does that, do people think that as I think they're a lot having of sex? Do. Well, I think some, I mean, maybe not like as they are, but maybe like, I don't know. Their intentions are just that, you know, before, maybe after. I don't know. Okay. But I think your question would apply to the first time you're with somebody because you don't know what's going down. Is that right? I feel like I'm talking to myself. Right yeah. Now. What are you asking? If when, I know that I'm going to do it again? No. John was saying, how do men behave on a one night stand? Oh, in And you're bed? saying all your relationships, no one answered anything. You're saying all your relationships started as one night stand. Oh, I think it's always clunky and awkward, and oh, okay. but it's fun too. But never as good as, it gets later. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking back, my very first time having sex was a one night stand. And that was like an awkward threesome where this girl walked into the room and tried to have a threesome. And I was like, absolutely not. This is not how <laughs> you're not ruining my first time having sex. I'm about to go off to college. This barista who I've seduced <laughs> is mine. Uh -huh. And, um, I, and then we kicked her out of the bed. And then that was just a night of perfect romance. Was it? No, it was heartbreaking. <laughs> Why? Because it just wasn't what I thought my first time would be. I thought, I just want to get this over with. I was almost 18 years old. I think I was like a week away or two, three weeks away from being 18. I was about to go off to school. I had a huge crush on this barista at my favorite coffee shop. And um, yeah, and then this girl ruined it. This, this girl came in and tried to have a threesome and it almost worked. So then he, his attention went toward her, and I was like, this is all wrong. This is yeah. not playing out how I thought. Yeah. Um, there were feelings involved on my part, obviously. I tricked myself into thinking it was just going to be fun and sex. Uh -huh. And, of course, I already halfway had fallen in love with him. Yeah. Was he like an older guy or something? Four years older. Yeah, I was 18, or almost 18, and he was 21. And then we ended up dating for six years. Oh, oh cool. Oh, that's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Wow. What yeah. city? San Jose, California. Oh, okay. What up? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say what up. The epicenter for young budding romance. Uh -huh. 
in the coffee industry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so Anya said clunky and yeah, a little clunky and awkward, but still fun. Yeah, still definitely fun, but not as great as. As all y'all in relationships. Listen, I'm just collecting experiences for But you know what? Sometimes songs. I think that even in relationships, it, like uh, the other night I was like wanting to make it interesting. So I was like, just pretend like I'm some girl that you just like picked up on the street and like <laughs> on the subway. I was like, just let's do that. Like, let's just pre- like fuck me how you would fuck some rando girl. And like, and it was very thrilling. I knew it would be thrilling for him because he's... T- you know, he's just keeps, he's been doing this for a year and a half. And then, yes, it's great, but it's like, be nice to like, just in his, I, I, you know, like give him license to think of someone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And um, and so that was fun because I think that sometimes, yeah, it, it can be the best when it's with someone that you know and trust and all that stuff. But then sometimes it's, that thrill of the unknown is so exciting. Yeah. So could you sense a different vibe under that scenario? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, Were you wearing a wig or? No, I, well, it started because I told him earlier, like, I was just about to leave for a set and we had spent the whole day together and we had sex like early on in the day and he was tired and I was tired and I had to leave and I was just like, I kind of want to get it again. And we were sitting there and it was like dark in the room and I was like, I'm going to blow you before I leave. And he was just like, where'd that come from? (laughs) And I was just like, I'm just gonna. And then, and then he was like, well, wait till my roommate leaves. And so his roommate was getting ready. And then I, I was like, I kind of just want to be attacked. And I could tell that he like wasn't really feeling it like because he's just already had it so much this weekend that it was just like I wanted to just be pounced on. So I um, and I didn't do this intentionally because I had to tell him anyway, because we have a rule now. Like if I'm going to see someone that I've used to hook up with, I let him know just so he's aware of the situation and I'm not hiding anything. Uh-huh. So I told him about a guy that I used to hook up with that I was going to see at the show that I was going to that night. But I also knew that it would like create stir a little something in him. Like I'm not sending this girl off like wanting the D, right? You know, because he knew I wanted it, and then I mentioned that, and then he like like claimed he, that ass. Yeah, but while but before he did it, I was just like pretend, like just go nuts, like just I wanted it to just be like weird and wild, and it was. But there was like that added thing of like him being like my girlfriend is about to see a guy she used to have sex with so i'm like staking my claim and also like she's just some strange right <laughs> it's fun you get it's fun to hear about how you keep your relationship fun and spicy i yeah. think jealousy does that though in a way oh my god like, i think it was, if i was in his position i wouldn't be thinking so much like i need to like satisfy her before she sees this guy it'd be more like I'm a little bit jealous, and now I'm like really turned on. Yes, a little bit of jealousy makes you really turned on. It's the be- It's the most amazing for me. It, it turns me on more than anything. Hearing him tell me about a girl he hooked up with in detail before me, nothing gets me hot. Like nothing. And so I'm like, oh my god, you're gonna eventually run out of girls to tell me about. So that's when I'm like, that's when you'll have to go fuck other girls <laughs> so I have more story because it is the number one thing that gets me turned on so when that dries up when those stories are gone is he gonna just tell me the old stories like yeah, yeah. you know you or pace to- yourself girl so yeah we are p- pacing it out like he's like I can't tell you that one story yet like he's saving <laughs> but, like, really good ones there's always be something to make you jealous like last night I was hanging out with my girlfriend and we were on my couch and she said something that made me like really jealous <laughs> and it like 
it, it was actually a few things. It just kind of like it was actually really innocent, but it kept making me more and more jealous. And I like couldn't handle. Was it, it about anymore. an actor on TV? Was no, that, it wasn't that. It was like Canadian? talking about. She she <laughs> likes to talk about like past things and stuff, and I kind of don't like okay. what. Like what do you mean past things? Like past you know about yeah past relationships. Guys, oh yeah, she's hooked up with I don't want to hear that shit. I don't either. But girls like to talk about it a lot of the girls, time. Girls, yeah. girls love to hear about you, and they like to tell you about them, but they need to know that you don't want to know about them unless you so? ask yeah, yeah they need to know that yeah we all learn the hard way i think but i i don't want to know about their past stuff so much oh i do why it gets you hot right yeah yeah i don't know i don't care i don't t- yeah i don't talk about anything i'm too and i feel like i got you i won so i don't give a shit but also it's past. good for everything to be kind of transparent in a way like yeah. i kind of like that she's just offering everything up to me in a way you know like that's that's yeah. cool but it's hard to deal with what type of stuff is she, what type of stuff is she offering up I mean, like, I guess like stories kind of in detail about <laughs> her having sex with another dude. Yeah. Oh wow, that's well. There's, there's the something topic, though, to learn like, from it. There's got to be. She's not just doing it to piss you off. She's oh no, no, definitely not. It's always like in regards to exactly what we're talking about, oh. or I'll like she'll ask me something about myself, and then she'll offer something. She likes to talk about it. Yeah. And I think it might have to do also with the way that I react to it because I always react to it by having sex with her immediately <laughs> afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> that, that is, honestly, we know that. And yeah. that's why we do it. Oh, yeah. Because we fucked on my couch just soon, like right after. Right that. away. <laughs> it's it, We know that it, it lights a fire in you to like fucking fuck us <laughs> decently. Yeah. I don't think I need that fire. I don't, that wouldn't have that effect on me. If I'm like sitting watching TV, I don't want, I don't. I think maybe you're just cut from a different cloth then because some, I think, but some people yeah. oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone has different preferences, yeah. but I don't really, and I never talk about my ex-girlfriends at all. Oh. If, if a girl asks me a question, but say that you're this scenario that you're discussing, yeah. I've never had a girl be like, so if you met someone at a show, what would that be? Like, I've never had a girl ask me details about me having sex with mm. someone else. I would like that. What? What? To hear about that. Oh, really? Yeah. You just said that you don't like to I yeah, know, but that. something you just said made me rethink it, because oh, that really? does sound hot. Oh, specifically with yeah. me? Or with? Yeah, you. Okay. <laughs> um, John, there's a lot of chemistry going <laughs> <laughs> Just something about if it's a general thing. I don't want to hear about like, yeah. So I was dating this girl Patricia, and she just had the most amazing breasts. And I, I, I don't I know. I do want to hear that. Really? Really? I want to hear the details. She, I don't know. If, to me, it would be like, I can, I got to think of what it is that I'm not into. If it just should make sense, it should be pertinent. <laughs> like, not just to hear the guy get off on this other girl. I don't know. But he wouldn't be doing it to get off on another girl. He'd be doing it to get you off. Like, the details that my boyfriend tells me, he knows I'm like, salvating to hear them. Maybe so it's not I'm, like he's just like bragging yeah. and like, then I fucking jerked. <laughs> no, because it was before me. He's allowed yeah. to do whatever he wants in the past. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. I mean, slightly. There's some things that I'm like, oh, well, like he told me this one girl did this thing to him once that I was like, I haven't done that to you. And I was like, well, I'm going to fucking do that to you. <laughs> like it, it, it made me like a little bit like, well, you um, like that? I didn't know you liked that. Like it I'm made me a little bit. I'm what it was. You don't want to know. Oh, and uh, really? no, I'm just I kidding. just don't want to hear about my boyfriend saying what a great time he had in the Hamptons with his ex-girlfriend and how much he loved her. Like leave that out. Yeah. No, no love. I want to okay. hear about just like okay. when you just like degraded a girl okay. and, or just like, 
not degraded, but like did something just dirty. All uh-huh. right. That kind of thing. Like just fun sex stories. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what she said. <laughs> I mean, not. yeah, it is. To me, that's fun. Yeah, I yeah, like being a little bit of... De- I think degradation can be hot. I have to admit that Agreed. I kind of like it. Agree. Um, I am thinking about a different story that sort of relates to this about my South Africa experience and watching animals in the wild. Can yeah. I bring that up? Okay. So it's just like what you're talking about, John, is making me think about these black rhinos that we saw with uh, my friend Tristan got married in South Africa and all of us got to go on two safaris a day. It was by far the coolest life experience I've ever had. But watching these animals Have you in seen the wild, Phil on stage? <laughs> aside from that, aside okay, from Phil that, killing. My closer, yeah. <laughs> so there was this black rhino and he was in heat or whatever you call it when a guy is horny. Uh-huh. And there, he was one of 2,000 black rhinos, very rare, in in all of Africa. So we saw this one, and he's running up and down this road, up and down, snorting and freaking out. He looks like he's going to kill us or somebody, but he's not. He's so focused. And the guide, who is our driver, says he's smelling the urine of this other female black rhino, and he needs to find her. The urine says that she is in estros she's fertile Whoa. he has to find her and we're like what if he finds another black rhino they're so endangered will he sleep with her sleep with whatever mate (laughs) no it's got to be this specific black rhino he is like snorting freaking out like like tearing up the brush he can't find her and he's running 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 so anyway we're just watching him and tracking him he never ends up finding her while we're there. <gasps> oh. Later that night, we see a, a female rhino, not a black rhino, but a more typical white rhino. And she is fending off the advances of this other rhino while she has her baby rhino right by her side, who's squealing every time this male black rhino charges at her. And we're like, what's happening? Is he going to kill them? And he's like, no, that he's trying to fuck her. Uh-huh. And the baby is squealing. He's trying to protect the mother. And we're like, why would this male be attacking a woman he wants to fuck? And he's like, he's trying to dominate her. And they're like clashing horns. And if he dominates her and succeeds, she will let him fuck her. But he might kill the baby rhino. And we're like, why would he kill his own baby? And he goes, because that's not his son. Right. So if it's not his son, he has no qualms about killing it. It has nothing to do with his genetic line. But this whole dance was happening between these two rhinos where the male had to sort of like overtake her and she wanted nothing to do with him, nothing at all. It Uh looked like a murder was about to happen. Wow. But in the wild, what commonly happens is sometimes that one will overtake her and prove his masculinity and then she'll be like, okay, yes, and then she's actually into it. Oh, wow. I guess we... Do that too to some degree. Right? I think so. You did that Something on the couch last night. It sounds like John. Yeah. <laughs> no, because she wasn't fighting it. Exactly. But maybe like when you're going out and meeting a chick at the bar, that that applies. I've done this thing where I'll I'll be like try to not rape me, but like what I just want to see if I could even push off a guy of like if he was trying his hardest. Like oh, yeah. if I'm trying my hardest, and not like punching, but just like strength wise. I don't stand a chance. Yeah. I don't stand a chance. And it's kind of fun to be just to be like trying to get up and you just you can't, there's 
being a woman kind of sucks sometimes in that res- regard. And you, because I have work out trainer. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel it's like strong. I can do push-ups many- and a, I can almost do a pull-up. Really? Yeah. Good girl. High five, right here. But if Did you that hit hurt? Him, if you hit him yeah. in the balls, then that would all change. If you need him really hard, definitely. I think the attack would end. Yeah, but then he'd just punch me in the face, and then it would be lights out. Jesus. Uh, I'm sorry. That's Ray just Rice. true. Yeah, no, but I think your best bet, if you were defending someone else, if you oh, hit him in the hall, balls hard enough, I don't think he'd be Or uh, another self-defense that my dad taught me at a young age is if like you're in a, if a guy's driving you and you're like getting carjacked, uh-huh. take your fingers and gouge them into his eyes and just dig as deep as you can. Yeah. Oh, your dad and don't let you. go. Because if he wrecks the car, then you're you have a better chance of surviving that way than him just taking you somewhere. Uh-huh. God, so, it like, must be so terrifying to have daughters. If you're a guy. Yeah, totally. And you know How what? How about being a daughter? <laughs> I know, that too. And having the risk yeah. of getting kidnapped. How about that Pearl <laughs> that Jam <too>. song, Daughter? <laughs> you guys. Great song. What about the John Mayer song, Mothers, Be Good to Your Daughters? Love the that. worst. I, I love that, that song. song. I listened no, you to don't. it 50 times when it came out. No, you didn't. Yeah, it's actually really well written. People hate on that song, but it is really clever. You try and write a song that has such great rhyme I wouldn't. scheme. And but you are gonna do Nikki's coming out with duh, 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 duh. not yet. It's gonna happen. We'll announce it someday. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a, a good experience. Yeah, that song is so well crafted, though. I know. I think he's a great songwriter. That song just makes me kind of like. It just it sounds like a song he's writing so that he can fuck more women. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it did what work. it is, though. <laughs> he went to my high school. I he never did? like yeah, but I was I wasn't there when he was there. I was younger than him, That's but I've met so him a couple funny. of times since. And he was really cute. Is he cool. really tall? Yeah, he's really tall. I used Super to love tall. him so much. Yeah, women love him, huh? Something switched for me during the Annie Leibovitz Vanity Fair black and white pictorial. I never thought about John Mayer. Mm-hmm. Didn't care about. Oh, Jennifer that love was Hewitt. a great, great one. There, Jennifer great. Love Hewitt. Great, 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 great. You're Jennifer Love Hewitt. What's her name? Did he date Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yeah, he wrote Your yeah. Body's a Wonderland about it. Yeah, a long time ago. Is she the one from Party <laughs> of Five? Nikki's whole life is, is changing right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is she Party of Five? Yeah. Called her love. Yeah. Hold on. I have to fact check this. I, yeah, just, no, that's I can't true. believe I don't know this. Wasn't that, that was the first famous person he dated, I think. Yeah. yeah. He, and um, when I saw that picture of him in black and white, there was something cherubic about his lips. His hair was perfect. He I was like about had to say a, cherubic. <laughs> he had, a, he had, had a little makeover. And all of a sudden, he didn't look like an awkward, strange Neanderthal. He looked like a beautiful, beautiful man. Mm-hmm. I like him. I mean, I don't know about what he's doing now. But he had that strange, controversial moment when he made the racist comment. He did? What did he say? I don't know. You could go back into the archives of Google and read about it. He he made some comment about how uh, about Kerry Washington, and I don't know. It was like a comment that if you were a comedian or Chris Rock, I think he later apologized by saying, "You know, I'm not Chris Rock, and I was acting like I was a comedian." Yeah, because he, totally he did sta- he did do stand up a couple of times. Yeah, but Anya, yeah, will you see this uh, gentleman again? I might. Number three? I, you know what, Phil? I've decided that my life is a series of great experiences. If, if life is uh-huh. a summation of your experiences, yep. then whatever is a, is a great experience, then yes, I will not deprive myself of that. So okay, cool. I might, it was a great, fun time. Uh-huh. And yeah, 
Did it, you guys go out? Did you? Was it a date? Did you go out for dinner no. and stuff first? No, we always not always. We have we'll, we'll like go out to breakfast the next day. Somebody oh, okay. that it's like really easy to connect with. It's like one of those things where it's just I don't know, super easy to hang out. Okay, cool. Not, she went out. She was feeling a little randy. Yeah, uh-huh. and she made some texts. And yeah. it fucking happened. You know, you guys She wrote a roommate and said, "There's, I'm having company. And I was like, woo, <laughs> get it. I Code was, word black rhino. That's funny. That should be our new code word. Okay, uh, for hookups, black, yeah, black rhino. rhino. Black rhino. Okay, I'm just going to text you black rhino when I have company. I love it. I was scared that you were going to run into him in the hallway because he was just like very casually walking nude into the bathroom. Oh, really? And I was like, she's just, you know, if you see Nikki, like cover yourself up. Yeah, I um, I covered myself up knowing that he was there because I usually just yeah. go in my skivs. Yeah, oh, that's right. It's okay if he saw you in your skivs. I mean. I wouldn't be okay no. with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Um, don't worry about that. Black Rhino will not be. There's a black rhino in the loose. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was. Um, oh, and then I sent my first couple of dirty pics, thanks to you guys. And my goodness, pad. a lot's happening. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I, think, I think the future of, of nude photography is just everyone's going to just do it and there'll be less of a stigma about it. It's oh, stupid. I think, yeah, there's almost no stigma now. Mm-mm. That's not true. Uh, it was the biggest story two weeks yeah. ago. I think it was more the violation. It wasn't the the fact that they saw someone nude. I th- I thought it was more the fact that how violated we could all be because I think if part that's of the, true, why did we all rush to look at them? Uh, well, because it was getting so much hype. I don't think it was like. But I, I why does it get so much hype? Because everyone has these nude pictures, and everyone thought, "Oh my god, it could be me that's that's violated." I think there's less. No, I, don't, I think it's because what? it's like it's so rarely done, and we're so like prudish and uptight. Oh my god, she's naked! I yeah, yeah but these people are often naked in movies. But yeah. plus, people want to judge people. That's it's the what it vi- is too. I think it's the violation of the whole thing. That's the biggest crime. It's the privacy of but it that is what's uh, most yeah. exciting. Well, violation but what's of most privacy. exciting yeah. about it is that it's forbidden. I think. Yeah, and and it was so hyped. I think it's the same way that we love seeing pictures of celebrities, or at least I do, like out and about, like walking with their boyfriends. Yeah, it's not staged. It's just like, whoa, this is them normal. The celebs are just like us. It's kind of like that, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it was it wasn't the fact it wasn't so crazy that she was that say Jennifer Lawrence was topless. I think it was that this is such a, this is like a private thing that only one person was supposed to see. Yeah, I think it was all the that. Right. Okay. I'm but not- I think there'd be less and less. I mean, everyone has naked pictures. I didn't. You I still don't. I still don't really, but um, <laughs> they well. were very tame. They were so cute. I know. I just it's gonna be the cover of your album uh, now. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah, but you saw the other one that was topless. Yeah, that was good. That oh. was really good. That was good. That was also tame. No, but one of them Anya showed me, and I was like, "That's a great cover for. That would be a great cover for your album." Yeah, I'll show it to you guys. And right so now. now she's gonna use it. It's what do you so guys good. think is like the good tactic or strategy to get your girlfriend to give you? naked photos of her i want to see say, a picture of you say nothing would turn me you. on more than for to see your naked body just text just ask for him exactly. desired we want to be desired okay. you need to what see would get you to send a picture to your girlfriend boom i don't know i i, I mean i don't want to do a, a, a fucking dick pic no you shouldn't do it. That's I don't think it's weird. a two-way street. I don't think no, it's the same. No, that was a conversation I had with my ex constantly. I was like, it's so different. It's different. I want it. I, I mean, I like it, but I, I he has never sent me one. 
uh, just because he doesn't want to. And I respect that, but I want to send him one, so it's different. Yeah. Dumb. Dumb? Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. But we got to wrap this up. No. Okay, you're right. You're I the one who it. has to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a last note, I oh. have, I've noticed how narcissistic I can be because when I'm rereading old emails and texts, do you guys do this ever, like, to turn yourself on? My goodness, that is an amazing... Am I allowed to talk yeah, about Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a... That's a very... Isn't that great? Yeah, I sent great. it to Phil. It's... Did you take that picture yourself? Yeah. yeah. You have some serious photography skills, but it's really, it's like super tasteful, but really Show sexy. Jack. That's really sexy. You like it's it? It was so Nikki's idea. Good. I think that's going to be. Oh, the that is really great. Oh my Thank goodness. That's really great. And that's not even Photoshopped. Anya, you, uh, Anya. You, my name's Anya. Oh, what, you changed it? I think <laughs> it's, wow, that's a hell of a photo. Let me see it again. It's great. Yeah, Nikki, Nikki's idea. It's it's sexy and sassy. It's all the things that it's I, all the words so that I use to describe myself. Next. It's nice. What's it like to not have bunions? Oh, it's a picture for those. I of couldn't you do that. My feet are too. Of my legs under the sheets. Yeah, the but the lighting's amazing. Plays well with others. Oh, when's um, your album coming out? Of next year. Oh, great! It's all collaborations and duets. Cool. So yeah, that was Nikki's idea. Oh, I'm brilliant. Good job, but Nikki. Do you ever read back on text to turn yourself on, like your sexy text with your boyfriend mm, or your girlfriend? Yeah, I've totally. Done that. I've noticed that I reread my answers more often, which makes me think I'm really self-centered. <laughs> like, I just think my part of the conversation is more interesting. Oh, yeah. Than, yeah, oh. because you wrote it. Not you know? me. <laughs> no. Not, well, mine's all misspelled. It's just bad. Yeah. Well, that's you, Phil, though. Uh, no, I like, I not, yeah. I mean, my ex, <laughs> I used to read, I used to reread uh, hers. That's cute. Okay, yeah. good. Anyway, it's just a theory I'm spinning. Yeah, I've just I like noticed it. I do that a lot, and I don't know why that is. I'm wondering if I'm alone in that. Like I'm like, you're reading your response again. I went through an old phone. I just I had to power up to go over some sets from 2010 because I had them recorded on this old phone. So I powered it up, and then the first text message thread was like with my ex boyfriend, and I went through and read like a year's worth of us writing back and forth, and it was infuriating. <laughs> like how. <laughs> desperate I was and oh. how like unloved I got like one word responses with like paragraphs from me like oh God, and I was I was nervous. so good like I, I d said so many filthy awesome things and he would just be like cool like it was just <laughs> yes. like fuck you other people would eat this up and yeah I read him being like you are a sexy bitch but like he just it just made me so mad that he even got to read those in the first place. One hundred percent identify with that. Yeah. It, oh my god. I wanted completely. to like burn the phone. I was so mad. That's incredible. If if only we all had the power to go through old phones. I can't believe you still have yours. Yeah. God. It was fun. That's really good. It was fun. It was like an old journal. All right, let's wrap this up. All right. Uh, do you guys want to see Phil Hanley and Nikki Glazer live? I know you do. You can follow both of them on Twitter at Nikki Glazer. Or at Phil M, as in Maria Hanley. <laughs> um, the appearances. Here we go. Nikki Glazer will be at the Venetian in Las Vegas, September 27th. Oriental Theater in Denver, October 1st. Arlington Draft House in D.C., October 3rd through 4th. Governor's Comedy Club on Long Island, October 10th through 11th. Seneca Niagara Casino in Niagara Falls, New York, October 16th. Punchline in San Francisco, October 22nd and 25th. Phil. Yes. Your appearances. You're going to be at the punchline. Punchline, uh, September 24th to the 27th. 
And then every Tuesday night at 11 o'clock at UCB East here in New York City. Last night, or I guess, yeah. The last night was the first one, and it was great. And please come to that show. It's called Chemistry, and I host it. And the lineups are going to be insane. It's going to be like the best comics in the city are going to do the show. Sweet. And if you're hearing this in time, October 16th, I will be playing a few new songs and old songs at the Shrine in Harlem with Greg Barrett and his band, The King Sweater. And on December 13th, a very special holiday show with uh, my band and Nikki Glazer doing some comedy at Union Hall in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Thanks for tuning in to We Know Nothing. And be sure to call us. At some point, we're going to be taking calls. Yeah, the computer was broke today. Sorry, guys. Uh, I don't have the number. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Where the fuck is Three four seven four six two one two eight zero. Awesome. Believe. That was great, Nikki. Great show. That's probably wrong. Bye, guys. Bye.